Welcome to the Cultivate for Good podcast, where Sal and Wendy keep it real and break down common problems that aren't commonly discussed in the nonprofit world. I am your host, Megan Shelley. Look me up on LinkedIn and feel free to connect if you'd like to chat. Special thanks to our sponsor, the Central Virginia Business Coalition, who's dedicated to promoting business in Central Virginia. Members enjoy networking, marketing, and promotional benefits all at low annual rates. Visit cvabc.org to learn more. A special thanks to our sponsor, Dot Drives. Dot Drives is the simplest way to build and manage donor relationships. The software built for fundraisers by fundraisers helps you cultivate donor relationships and raise more money. If your nonprofit needs to get all of your donor information into one place, or you're tired of overpaying for complex software that nobody actually wants to use, check them out at dotdrives.com. That's D-O-T-D-R-I-V-E-S dot com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cultivate for Good podcast with Sal and Wendy. I'm your host, Megan, and today we're going to be investigating a little bit more of the personal side of the industry with what is your why? I wanted to ask Sal and Wendy, first of all, if they could start off by telling us a little bit about why they chose to be a nonprofit stewardship ministry type of person. Why did they even bother to try to get into the ministry in the first place? Because it's not for everybody. So everybody has to have some reason. And I figured we'd start there. Well, big, big, mm. big question. What is, what's my why? This I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing this. <laughs> well, you know this, or you should. Um, people, people really are my why. That's it? It's simple. It's simple. I think we've talked about the fact that we okay. need simplicity. Okay. No, really, I love people. Most people love me. I don't always like people and they certainly don't always like me or like what I have to share. But it really is. It comes down to my love of people and being able to connect. Wow. That is my why. Look, funny story. Right. So my mom would get would come in for parent teacher conference, blah, 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 and all those things. And they say, Miss Adams, you don't you don't need to come in. She's doing well. But if we could just get her to stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. connecting everybody that never did work out it did didn't. It for you, but no. but it it's god was just preparing that's right and and now that's that's what i do is it's the connection of people you hear a need wait i just heard over there someone who's doing oh that very thing and you connect them hmm. so it is that love of people that wanting to connect i enjoy that that drives me um and i would say that at, at the simplest form that's my why wow so my why has changed, and since we meet regularly, I'm going to just talk about the initial why and save <laughs> probably why I'm doing what I'm doing now for a later episode. So the initial why was after spending you know, close to 20 years in business mm. professions, uh, I got to the point at 40 where I felt like I needed to use some of the skills, dare I say gifts, that the Lord had given me um, in the nonprofit space. And the reason why I felt that was because at my core, I've really always been a fixer. Mm. I like to fix things. I like things to be more 
effective, more efficient, so that there's greater impact. I like to see things connecting. I love to connect the dots. So the early why for me was looking at the nonprofit space and and I'll qualify this next statement by saying my interest was in in the the smaller nonprofit mm-hmm. space. Uh, many times resource challenged and I don't mean finance, I mean across the board, people finances certainly but resource challenge technology infrastructure, uh, infrastructure yeah. all of those things and i saw that as a great frontier to try to use some of those skills and help and help a nonprofit or for that matter several nonprofits become more effective so that's what was really driving me not as um i i'd say uh, altruistic as as your as your motives and as your heart uh, which was really always focused on people. Mine was more on process. But we need both of those things. And bringing that together, I mean, if I'm if I'm all about loving on the folks and connecting everyone and there's no process to follow, then then what are we doing? Right. So recognizing that there's that compliment, you know, we there's a compliment, but we, we do need to stay in touch with that why um, for it to continue to... I mean, that's what's going to drive us day after day um, to be better, not only for us, but for the overall industry. I listen to that, and, and that's not the first time, obviously, I've heard your why story, but each time you tell it, I'm like, you shouldn't have been doing anything else but this. Just listen to all of those points and, and, and places. That's exactly what the industry needs um, for to, to, to be able to function and to be sustainable and for there to be growth. So it's great that you were obedient in that call. And I do think that when we talk about our why, it really is a calling. Um, and what you just described and what I think I certainly what I described, I was doing that in my previous. You were doing that in your previous Correct. career. Correct. And that's how you know it's your why. I know you say you'll talk about how things have changed, but at the core you are who you are, and I am who I am, and and I think that that's one of those things that our colleagues need to to embrace. Not that's not saying no growth. That's not saying not being able to identify things that could be better or even removed and replaced with some. But at the core, we are who we are. Right. No, so. I think that's a great point. Yeah. Did we answer that question for you, Megan? You did. You did it really well, actually. Great. She's surprised. We get She's to like, come back. Wow, they actually got one right. Okay, great. <laughs> I thought you guys did a good job of, of really just kind of explaining why you even joined because there's a lot of people, I think, even beyond the nonprofit space who are doing what they do because they felt that they had to or they felt they didn't have any place else to go. So to hear the actual motivation and the heart behind it is really interesting. And on that point, do you think it's important to be able to communicate this why with donors as well, not just with other members of the nonprofit community, but with the people who are investing in what you do? Yeah. Well, again, simple answer. Yes. Uh, it goes back to, and, and Sal always says your favorite word, authenticity. It is being authentic with the donor, um, with the supporter, with the volunteer, with the board member to be able to, what do we do? We tell stories. I've got to have a story to tell. You know, one of the things um, I'm, 
blessed. Yes, it's certainly blessed. I'm going to be taking my CFRE here in, in just a little bit. And Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's been years in the making. Um, but it, Just the acronym scares me. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> yes. Why the the why of what we do? I've seen that become come more to to fruition as I've been studying through, you know, and getting ready for this exam. And one of those things is don't ever ask someone to do something you're not willing to or haven't done already. So if there's a campaign that you're actually sharing the the vision and mission and and goals with Interesting. it. You better be willing and ready to tell your story of how how that impacts you and where you stand in that space. And so I think it is important for those that we interact with, the donors that we're called to to care for and serve, that they know our why. Why are you sitting here on the, across the table from me and spending the time driving all over tarnation to 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 be able to to interact and engage? Um, and it is because of and be able to fill in that blank. This is what's important. This is how I'm driven. This is what uh, is the catalyst for what I do. And they appreciate that uh, so that it doesn't become just this I have to do it but I get to do it do you think because this this one I'm struggling with this question Mm. a bit um do you think that the why can be transmitted through one's passion absolutely the reason why I say that is because I'm I'm trying to put myself in 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 a situation and I don't know that I'm necessarily communicating to them like this is my why. But as I'm communicating to them, whatever it is, I'm there to to share. Um, I think there's a certain amount of passion. And I know that we, we can go on and on about that term. Some people like it. Some people don't like it. But there's a certain amount of passion, uh, purpose, uh, and authenticity that can just resonate Mm -hmm. from an individual. And then it almost becomes as if you're already coming from a place of, um, where, where, where there's not necessarily an explanation. Like they, they're just experiencing your enthusiasm. They, they're already assuming you're you're here because you're all into whatever it is you are presenting them. So I so I you know again I think it's both. I think it's both. I'm trying to think about real time how when I approach somebody, what am I really trying to convey, and am I conveying that in part through my excitement? And again, I I preface this all by saying it has to be authentic. Authentic. But I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I didn't feel that way. So then it's it, it becomes a matter of, you know, they, they're seeing you in that light. They're seeing you as a representative of that mission and what that mission is all about. So it's kind of understood. It, it is. It is. And and I don't um, know if that makes sense, but oh, I was trying to think through it. It, it makes complete sense. And I'm going to tell you how much I understand and agree with what you're saying. Um, and it's going to resonate very personally with you. Because I've had the opportunity to hear you present in to your board, <laughs> there is no way. And maybe you should add this to your leaning survey with your board if they feel that they understand their CEO's passion. 
it does. It exudes. There is no way that someone can't spend five minutes with you in just speaking about the mission. And you don't have to necessarily say, this is my passion. Here is my why. They'll know. They'll be able to answer that question. And so that's an absolute and, and why I'm, you know, grinning from ear to ear over here as you say, does that make sense? And I think it's this way. Absolutely. It, it's, it's being willing. You can tell your story, your why story, and being willing to speak that out, especially if asked, no doubt. Right. Um, but it's the fact that if you never spoke it out, could somebody say, I know this is what drives self-releasing. And I would say that is an unequivocal 150%, which is not a real number. Yes, thing. And so it has to be both. Um, if no, not, I think I think you're right yeah. because as you, as you were just explaining and actually affirming me, thank you. But again, I'm I'm thinking ahead, and I was thinking about the the power of the testimony though yep. too because I have witnessed that. I've witnessed many times where an individual has has expressed kind of their their testimony as to why they're involved and. And in some cases, for 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 certain organizations, that's what started the the organization, a, a, a personal walk, a personal situation, that's uh, right. something that that person experienced, and now they want to help others. So there's that that why, and so, we see yeah. that with our volunteers, we see yeah, that with our so, ambassadors. Yeah, you know, as there, you don't have to you don't have to ask them to please share. It just comes forth, right. And, and so, it could be very specific. Yeah. Here's my why. Yes. You know, yeah. they may not say, here's my why, but here's the story. And this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Great question, Megan. Really got my uh, little gray cells working. <laughs> well, <laughs> I hope that this one doesn't come as too, too much of a, uh, a sidetrack, but I think, I think you guys talk a little bit about your whys um, and about how they impact other people. And there's no wrong or right. I'm just curious. Do you think there's such a thing as a wrong why? Ooh. A wrong why. Mm. Wow. I self-serving. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, immediately I, I, where my mind went. Exactly. Right? And I could, I could, I could see the, the wheels turning over there. I think it's because it is so simple. We know, we know the, 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 the driving force behind what we do. Um, and especially when you're talking in the, the industry that we're in, it's, it really is for um, sharing the mission, getting others to be uh, included and, in, and, in, in the impact that can be realized when this occurs and, and the helping of advancing of, so it's got to be that that's the focus. Your why's got to be outwardly focused. It's if it's for self-serving purposes, um, ethically that's not correct. But right, and 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 at the core, that that's a big piece. But that's not going to be sustainable either uh, at 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 that point in time. So I would say that that would really be, and so much can pour forth from that. But if it's a self-serving why, then yeah, I would say that that would be a big red flag of that's a wrong why. Mm. So you see indications of why this is why this organization exists or what they're trying to do, and it and it appears to have a self-serving uh, absolutely agenda. It's, it's like fruit, right? right? What kind of fruit are we producing? Um, and unfortunately, in our industry, we have seen that. We've seen oh, that. Certainly. We've seen that play out. Well, people are people. People are. People. I mean, dare we say the word narcissist? <laughs> Well, you I said, mean, it's overused you, now. You said it out loud, but yeah. that's exactly it's it's difficult 
when good things are taking place and help is being given and advancement is not to when someone is you're doing a great job to to make sure that it, it's it's a we it's a collective right you know i'm not the one but absolutely that is an easy space to fall into and then especially if that is the person who's at the top and leading to take the organization into that mm. space you know for accolades and and to to have um to have our name up in lights so to speak right right yeah because let's face it um you know i'm sure there's people who give for the notoriety yeah that's a wrong why yeah 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 right? and there's people who serve for the acknowledgement and the attention. Exactly. And that would be a wrong yeah, why. Yeah. So yeah, I think you nailed it in terms of the, the real big the real big elephant uh in the room. I was also thinking about are there whys that contribute to enabling? Mm. <laughs> right? Um for instance, you could have a why that you may very well think is helping an individual or a community, a culture. But in fact, it may be enabling and long-term actually hurting. You're referencing, and I think you're the one who introduced me to this um, uh, book, When Helping Hurts. When Helping Actually Hurts. Mm. Um, and certainly I know one of the places that you've spoken into my space is the true definition of empowerment. Right. Well, you know that we could do a whole episode we on could, that one. We could and probably should at some point in time, but that speaks into this why and wrong why and self-serve and how it can become a slippery slope and yes. very quickly turn into a place totally opposite of what our mission speaks out that we're here to do. And so it is in that when helping hurts and, and situation. Um, but I think that's probably something we should table or, or be able to, to right, expand upon right. is, is that whole act of empowerment and what does it really mean? But that really is woven into the why. Yeah. I like how you took that one little step further and, and you, I mean, you didn't, you didn't shy away from tackling, I think one of the biggest, the biggest terms that is being mm -hmm. thrown around more than ever and that's empowerment but we would absolutely need a whole episode to impact that one but hopefully we'll go back to that one absolutely so now that's actually really interesting i i hadn't really considered that mm. that sometimes when you're in the process of helping somebody that you can actually end up hurting them especially when you know you're you're kind of one track minded right looking at that light at the end of the tunnel yeah do you think that that sort of even applies to to you know your personal why and the reason that you're getting involved in the industry and other people are supporting your why even though it's hurting you does that make sense Hmm. You might have to unpack that Even one for it's me. it's hurting you. Hurting. So I've shared my why. They now understand that why and how they're acting upon it ends up hurting me. I, I might need you to unpack that one a little bit more for me. Yeah. I just, you know, thinking about how empowerment, when you're helping others without mm. paying attention to the actual consequence, it can end up oh. hurting. Uh. So do you think that other people, whenever they're, you know, 
perhaps they're complimenting you on your work in the industry or they're saying, oh, great job on X, Y, Z. Do you think that that can somehow or sometimes impact your personal why that maybe you start, you know, seeing Um, your why as being what other people are perceiving rather like, do you think it can transform according to what people think of you? I think that certainly that influence is there um, to, to, to step into that space, especially, and this, this we've talked about in multiple episodes, if there isn't that place of margin to really take in what, what am I hearing? What do I do with that? Um, You know, we're, even identifying that person's motivation for what they're saying and how they're sharing. Um, am I acting upon everything that comes at me? Or am I taking the time to, to actually filter it through? Um, because your why is your why. And, and, and knowing that and that's foundational and that being your filter, it shouldn't be able to shift. But, but for, the, for the fact that there, is so many moving, there are so many moving pieces that are happening yeah. and coming at, yeah, you can be influence completely and and shift and look up and go I I wouldn't have never answered that way or I wouldn't have acted that way or that's not so I do think that yes that can happen even or should have taken that donation oh yeah ah that's see that I you guys talked on a level whoo it was way above my 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 pay grade so I checked out but but what I did (laughs) thanks for checking back in well what well what where my mind went to was if I was interpreting part of what I heard Megan saying was also, listen, I've been in this spot where there's the opportunity. Uh, the donor wants to encourage you. They mm. trust you. Um, and they want to somehow support uh, something. And you find yourself, I, I wouldn't say you're compromising, but you're kind of drawn in to that situation. And and if you don't have the margin, if you don't step back, you, you could very easily then um, maybe make a commitment yeah. that wasn't totally in line with your why. I mean, again, dare I be honest? Dare I say that happens? Yeah. I mean, when you're faced with a situation where a donor says, hey, I want to, I want to give you X amount of resources to do this. And you're a fundraiser. You're a you're a you know you're raising funds. Yeah. It's really hard to turn around and say, oh no no no, put back your checkbook, don't don't fill it out. There's a natural response to want to accommodate. To I mean and and you know it's not like you're putting that in your back pocket. You're obviously going to deploy those resources, but were they really in line with your why? Were they in line with the why of the organization? I hear you. Yeah, I can see you. You were going to finish my sentence. So I do think there's a lot of examples, Megan, to answer your question. And I know it was just a part of it where your why can certainly be tested um, based on the donor, based on the donor's encouragement of you. And when I mean encouragement, financial uh, acknowledgement, they could even tell you, hey, you know, you're great at this. And then all of a sudden you start thinking, wow, I'm great at this. But that's really not my why. But then you start pursuing that path. Maybe that's happened to you, Wendy. Again, keeping it raw, keeping it real. I've had it happen to me. 
people have said, hey, you know, you can do this. You should step into this space. You step into this space. and But it's really not what identifies me. It's not my why. It's not what motivates me. I think you did the best job of bringing that back around to a very practical space that our, our listeners, our viewers will be, be able to resonate with. We've all sat across the table from a donor who has, you, you've walked in, you've listened, you've heard, and you've come to share something that up to this point very much is in line. It's not... And, and all of a sudden you go, where did, out of left field, where did <laughs> right. that come from? Yep. But we, we've, we've worked, there's been months of conversation, there's been a visit. Am I going to really walk away from this donation? And yes, made their own choice to have that now be deployed, but there is no substance behind keeping that going. So the next time you've got to give an impact report, there's no report really to give because that wasn't the, that wasn't the next right step. You knew that because of your why. You know that because of your commitment to the ministry and what the goals are and the vision is. And unfortunately, you didn't do well by the donor by allowing them to lead that process out and you step away from your why. So I think that practical example will resonate with many. And just to say, that's not the way it should be. And and take that time to say, well, I hear you because they need to be heard. Let's talk about this. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Great, great response. And you know, I don't think I can follow an act like that. So I think <laughs> we'll just wrap it there. <laughs> Thank you guys well, so much for taking the time just to chat and to share, especially on something that's a little bit more vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, Megan, put that empower me topic on for a future episode. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, always great seeing you, Megan. Uh, Zach, thanks for your support here in the studio. And, of course, the lovely Wendy Adams. Sal. All right. Great as always. Okay. See you next time. Bye.